Hello, how you doing? Oh, very good. Okay, so today we're going to talk about, I wanted to talk about how Hollywood is ruining the lesbian movie, but unfortunately, um, somebody got mad about that, so we're going to have to uh, do something else. So today, I think we're going to talk about our favorite picture of all time, yours and mine. And do you want to start, or do you want me to start? Uh, well, I would, uh, I'd like to know what your parameters for favorite or best film, what you consider the best, or what your like go-to is. What, well, I, what like, I think is what, the best film on a uh, the like, best the best film is what's your metric. The the best film is what you think is the best film ever made by Hollywood. It's the by one. Hollywood. If somebody said to you, "What's the okay? How about this? What's your favorite film?" My favorite film. Um, uh, I mean, it changes like every time I think about it. Like, Collateral was at one point was my favorite film, and High Fidelity and uh, Mad Max Fury Road. I think had that for a while. Actually, I would say maybe that's the best movie that Hollywood's ever made. Oh, but Mad Max Fury the, the Road. The Fury Road one. Wow, but that's a that's a very low standard. What's what what makes it the best film? Um, just for how kinetic it is, I've always found that film very charming. I mean, you can point to like the performances aren't that good, but it's not really about. This that. is the Thomas Hardy Mad. The Max. Tom Hardy one, yeah. I would yeah, say that's because the, the Mad Max character has changed over the years. Well, it's because. The Mel Gibson movies are great, but that one movie takes them all and like shoves it together in a blender and just makes like this big like uh, action opera crazy like thing. Yeah, but I mean, best film ever made, really seriously. I, I, if you asked me in two thousand fifteen, I would have said the best film ever made. I would say I don't know, what would, like what what would you say is the best movie? I would say Casablanca is the I best. Mean, I mean, if 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 you're if you're talking about. If you're saying Hollywood's failed for 80 years. Yes, I would say Hollywood's <laughs> failed for 80 years. I wouldn't say Hollywood's failed. I would just say, you're talking about, to me, what's the tightest, best written, best acted well, film that's always good to watch. Like, I would say Fury Road's well written. It's more about what's on the screen. I, uh, they had one guy come in like on a weekend and write that. Yeah. So I, I have a... I don't know. I mean, okay, if, if that's your if that's your feeling, you can. Uh... I'm not. It's not my feeling anymore. It's more of a. So what would you say right now? Collateral. No, I loved Collateral when I was 15. Okay. Because it was the first. So film. right now, you would say what's your favorite film of all time? Yeah, I mean, I mean, there are films like I'm much more prone to watching Infinity Wars again than I am to watching Casablanca. Yeah, I've cooled on that movie since I saw it. Well, especially because there's so many plot holes. Although I still enjoyed it because. I just like the, the part where all the women are going to go beat the crap out of Thanos. And, well, that's uh, Endgame. That's yeah. a different movie. Well, that's ever. true. Endgame, yeah. You're right. I'm sorry. Endgame. And then Mantis is one of them. Like, like Thanos wouldn't just kill Mantis like when she's walking over. Oh, yeah, when she's walking over doing the, uh, the woman power move with everybody. Did you see the other day they said that the, uh, the last version of WandaVision explains why uh, one of the reactions you see from uh, uh, Captain Marvel... During the fight in Infinity in uh, Endgame. Oh, and she gives Peter Parker, Parker the fuck me eyes. No, I think when she gives Peter uh, when she gets punched in the nose with a purple stone. Oh, so, really? Yeah, the one the one stone that seems to be able to punch her yeah, in the right. nose. <laughs> so, she's the only, how come she's the only one that could take on Thanos? I still I still don't get it. Um, because she's the most powerful one in that universe, according to Kevin Feige. Feige. You know, I'm starting to cool on Kevin Feige. Yeah, I'm, I really don't want to know who the producer is for these movies anymore. Yeah, I'm starting to get to the point where I think that, uh, you know, maybe maybe they should just fire the whole group and start up from scratch. That's what they're trying to do. Well, I know, especially after they got rid of the Guardians of the Galaxy director. And well, they had to bring him back because uh, the uh, guy that's playing uh, the, um, the 
hulked out, the, the roided out. Uh, oh, Dave Batista. And Dave Batista is like, oh, if you don't come back, uh, I'm not coming back. I don't know why he's the one who has <laughs> any leverage. It's like your character can be written out in a minute. I know they they could literally stab him and they would no one miss him. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, I kept thinking he was the one they were going to kill. They so, should have. Yeah. I I don't know why Gamora, who's way more interesting than uh, Drax. Well, nobody ever really dead in science fiction. No. Um, I I, have, I think there's fifty fifty chance that Tony Stark comes back. I guess he's. I saw his, Robert Downey's name was in the credits for Black Widow. Really? Yeah. So he's. Yeah, but a flashback. I mean, that's why he can yeah. do it. You know, the, the, uh, Marvel universe is nothing if not flashbacks. Well, actually, I'm more interested in what he's going to do with uh, the third Sherlock Holmes movie. I well, guess. it's a way better movie. I love those movies. They're <laughs> actually, great. Sherlock Holmes is both of them are pretty good. That second one where it's like the chess stuff, like it's great. It's actually. I think the second one's better than the first one. So. In some ways. Yeah. I, I you had to the establish person. the character. And trouble with Sherlock Holmes has been established so many times, but different generations. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember Sherlock Holmes being on black and white films with played by uh, Basil Rathbone. Oh, and yeah. even those were okay, although like, at the time he was wearing that houndstooth hat and running around like an idiot. Uh, and he never explained himself. And, of course, he wasn't snorting cocaine. So, <laughs> Well, there's a new one. It's, um, it's a Guy Ritchie movie. It's Snatch, but yeah. it's with, with Sherlock Holmes. Well, Guy Ritchie's a better director than uh, anybody that ever directed any of the earlier uh, Sherlock Holmes uh, iterations. Well, I don't know. But have you seen his King Arthur movie? Uh, yeah, that's, that's a, true. That's a pile of crap. Every, well, he also was that one he did with his wife at the time, Madonna. So, oh, yeah, Castaway? Or castaway. That was, uh, swept, away. Cast, swept Away. Yeah. Swept Away. Should have been Castaway. You know, literally, I'd have been like, you know, she's gone now. We can all just pretend that she's not here anymore. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, okay, okay. So I would say that your selection of. I mean, I'm just saying that your selection for the best film of all time kind of changes with your preferences and your age and what you're interested in. Well, and when I was growing up, I would say Gone with the Wind was the best picture ever made because of how hard it was to make. And. How, that movie's been canceled, though. You're not I know, you can't even it. talk about that movie. And that movie's really great to cancel it. That's like canceling Huckleberry Finn. It's, somebody made a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> she really would go back and forget about that. And yeah, they talked about slavery, which was a horrible thing. And um, in the movie, they, they kind of made it look like it was a pretty good deal yeah. at the time. And I'm thinking, no, nobody wanted to be a slave ever. So, <laughs> Well, you know. I mean, if we're going to just talk about classics, I would say uh, Lawrence of Arabia is a pretty great movie. Well, okay. So so let's limit it to classics. I still say Casablanca. Um, actually, ever since uh, my wife showed me the Thin Man series, I've really gotten into Dashiell Hammett movies. And um, there's one, I don't think it's a Dashiell Hammett movie, but it's called The, the Third Man. Third Man, yes, that's, I know. That's that a great movie. Um, um, I'll tell you what's a, a better movie. There's a better Dash Hammett film called The Maltese Falcon. Well, I, I mean, that's, that's like saying there's a better president named Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. yeah. It's a great film. I mean... That's Biden. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. Um, no, I, I would just say that... Um, but for me, when you talk about Gone with the Wind, just the fact how they made it and how difficult it was to make it at the time. Yeah. And literally, it was... It's really two films. It's the film before the war... And then the film after the war and how this woman reacts to it. And mm-hmm. she's a, a terrible character. I mean, there's no reason to like her, but you do wind up caring about her. Well, that's because it's the star power of who played her, too. But she was unknown. She'd never done anything before that. All she was was uh, uh, Lawrence Olivier's girlfriend at the time. Oh, really? I did not know that. Yeah, she was Lawrence Olivier's girlfriend. And, uh, somebody, and Lawrence Olivier wasn't that thrilled about her getting cast. He didn't really want to share her with the world. Um, so um, she uh, they broke up pretty soon after that, by the way. Well, you got a point, too. Like, it, 
when she became a star, and then it's like, oh, I kind of outlived uh, your usefulness dating you. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, he got her in the door. Yeah, exactly. So. And she just died, too. Like, she was kind of the last... Didn't she die last year? No, that was uh, Olivia de Havilland, and she was, the, she was the... Uh, oh, uh, the wife of uh, uh, Wilkes, um, the John Wilkes character, the character oh, really? who, uh, who uh, Scarlett's in love with, but she's really not, because yeah. he, he's really kind of... Uh, um, uh, a weakling in a way and he doesn't have the guts to stand up whereas uh, the whole movie Clark Gable if you can't pull if Clark Gable can't beat that guy's time I mean look Clark Gable was pretty handsome women love Clark Gable well Marcy once said like she had, I guess he had an affair with somebody on his wife at one point and uh, the, when he died the mistress came out and called the wife and said I'm so sorry for your loss like and I apologize uh, for what I did and then his wife said Oh, honey, you're just a rumor. Like I was the actual, I was the actual wife. Oh. <laughs> you know what's funny was uh, the a better story than that about affairs is when George Burns had an affair when he was younger, and uh, I guess he got caught, and so Gracie Allen, his wife, uh, oh. made him buy off a uh, buy him off with a new mink coat, and uh, so she got a new mink coat, and then one day she's talking to one of her friends, and she goes, "I wish George had another affair. I need another new mink coat." So. <laughs> That's a good line. I do like that that kind of that side of Hollywood, the little gossip stuff, especially from old Hollywood. It's yeah. not interesting anymore. Well, okay, so I will defend my. Let's def- I'll defend my Which best one? picture. Uh, Casablanca. Casablanca. I I told you when, because I remember growing up, you always said like this is the best film, and I never believed you. And then I'd say a year ago, I watched it, and I was like, oh damn it, he was right. It's a, it's a great movie. Well, the the thing about it, it was a B film. I mean, literally, mm-hmm. it was a Ronald Reagan, I think, Anne Sheridan film which was scheduled to uh, oh, really? get tossed out there. And, and somebody read the script and said, you know, this is actually a pretty good script. We should throw some money at it. Hmm. So they actually went and, uh, and got a whole new cast and told Ronald Reagan, uh, you know what, you can uh, go over there and do the uh, 40 Mule Team thing over here while we do this. <laughs> and they got uh, uh, Bogart. And what, it's really funny because Bogart's character really isn't that likable from the start. He's, no. he's got a girlfriend, he's cheating on her. Um, and he's, I guess he feels like he has to pay back all women for the one that uh, burned him when, when he was in Paris. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not fair because the chick in Paris was super, super hot. So he takes his best buddy, who's his piano player, and they go off and they open up a bar in Casablanca, which I'm thinking, Casablanca is an Arab town. What's an American doing opening a liquor store, yeah. basically in the middle of an of a Arab community? Where they're not allowed to drink. Where they're not allowed to drink, but it was full well, of refugees. Yeah, and uh, well, and also uh, wartime. So a lot of uh, soldiers, too. A lot of soldiers, and the Germans were, are hanging around. It's always fun to hate the Germans. Well, what's funny is that movie, that was before World War II, wasn't it? It was made in 1949. Uh, yeah, or, okay. And, uh, actually, I think, actually, it was made in 46. 46? Right after the war. And in fact, a lot of the cast were people that had escaped Nazi occupation of, oh. uh, of, of, of uh, France, and uh, they, they had gotten out. Um, there were a lot of, a lot of uh, Jewish people Mm-hmm. Read the movie as in the cast, <clears throat> and in fact, um, the guy that plays the uh, r- uh, man that runs the casino was actually married to the woman that was playing um, Bogart's ex girlfriend, the one that uh, hooks up with a German eventually and then dumps him to sing La Marseillaise mm-hmm. uh, in the bar. So they were actually a couple, they divorced a couple years after that, but at the time they were brought in, um, most of the other people in the film. Uh, the last one just died, uh, which was the uh, young lady that played 
the uh, woman who was willing to sleep with Claude Rains mm-hmm. in order to get the uh, oh, she's great passes. Yeah, yeah, she's great in that movie. She's actually, I think she's hotter. Oh, she was super hot, yeah. But at the same time, in, in that movie, the, uh, the scene where uh, Bogart walks in and uh, basically uses the uh, crooked craps table to give the kids some money to get out of Casablanca. I'm like, why just give him a hundred bucks tell him to get out of town? <laughs> well, that's what a movie, too, could uh, have these little side plots where it's just like, it doesn't go anywhere, but it just kind of establishes who Bogart is. Yeah. That's I love Casablanca. I, I'm, I'm not, uh, you don't have to defend it. It's more of, it's just, it's just such an old movie and a lot of other stuff is kind of uh, borrowed from it and it's influenced so many other things that it's like, you go back and watch it, it's kind of quaint. But it's yes. not, it's also not. It's still a pretty great movie. Yes, um, it is a good movie, and it's fun to watch, and it's always uh, a bit of a tearjerker when you see these two guys marching off across the uh, um, airfield. Of course, I'm try- I was trying to figure out, why is the airfield all wet in the middle of a desert? Yeah. You know, it, doesn't, it never rains at Casablanca. Well, did the other guy say, uh, because he, um, he points the gun at him, and then he says, uh, well, we're going to execute you for this, and then he puts his gun down, and then they're best buds again. Yeah, <laughs> Claude Rains is great in that movie, because yeah. he's so, he's so uh, slippery, the, you know, the classic of... Uh, okay, I'm going to close this place down for gambling. And he yeah. goes, gambling, I'm shocked. And then he goes, here's winning, sir. Oh, thanks very much. Yeah. Well, the movie's actually pretty funny, too. It's like a comedy. It is. A, it has funny bits. And uh, and that's probably the one thing about it. A lot of, what, what like a Lifetime movie, um, which are great, by the way. They're the best movies on TV right now, any of the Lifetime movies. But they have no sense of humor. I mean, it's literally these people take everything they do seriously and there's never a laugh line. Whereas mm-hmm. Casablanca... Um, has tons of funny bits. Yeah. Uh, um, the people in the movie are uh, have uh, interesting takes on life. They've been uh, kicked around a little bit. Some of them have been ahead. Some of them have been behind. You get to all their backstories, um, and and so I for me that's what makes it a great film as opposed to, um, oh I don't know. Well, we take we take Max uh, Fury Road. If Fury Road wasn't a raptor on a car, I don't think you would care about it. Well, but the whole movie—that's the whole uh, thesis for the movie—is can you stage like can you stage an entire movie as a road as a road picture where they're just constantly going? That's true. It's you. you it's difficult to uh, contemplate that without that. But I, I think uh, it's more of just I I love the idea of um, just just thinking about how how much went into um, choreographing to make that making of that movie is pretty interesting to me. Oh yeah, I mean they really thought that out. But I just kept thinking to myself if they would have put this kind of effort into uh, their acting classes they'd, yeah. be, they'd be in better movies yeah exactly well and Tom Hardy kind of uh, was taking the paycheck you can tell too oh yeah Tom Hardy needed to pay off something he yeah, needed he, a new uh, roadster gonna, in England I'm going to mumble the, the, all of my lines so um, I mean what's funny is you're saying with Casablanca where it's uh, a funny film and it doesn't take itself too seriously like it kind of reminded me like my favorite movie of 2009 was True Grit and it's the same type of thing where oh yeah very serious good little girl looking to hunt down the killer of her father but the entire movie makes me laugh every interaction uh, Matt Damon and Jeff Bridges has is like just funny yeah they're, they're they're great together and the funny thing was that in the original um, I kept thinking uh, Glenn Campbell who was a terrible actor um, at this at the same time they let him sing the, uh, the opening uh, song it was so a mistake it was too. a mistake um, <laughs> but <coughs> <laughs> My thought is that uh, the second uh, True Grit is way better than the first, and then it's almost a shot-for-shot shot remake of it, except for yeah. a couple of additions. The guy in the uh, buyer skin robe mm-hmm. um, was great. Oh, yeah. um, I mean, that was that was the best thing in the movie. This guy just coming through. Uh, I also practice dentistry. 
Does anybody do you need medical attention? I don't know where they got that guy, and I wish I saw. I wish I wish he had his own film. I feel like he just like it almost feels like he clambered off the mountain while they were shooting, and it's like, well, put him in the picture. Yeah, the, I I still say though that that film um, is one of the few movies that's better than the original, and they didn't really they didn't have any special effects in it. It wasn't it was a straight up western, um, but it 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 did have respect for the original. It was just. It's hard to get past John Wayne. I mean, the fact is that if you're going to put John Wayne in a film, you're putting John Wayne in the film. I feel like the the love for John Wayne is dying as that generation kind of gets older. Because I, I know nobody my age cares about John Wayne, and they actually no, I, I agree. think Jeff Bridges has become uh, kind of a John Wayne of, like for people my age. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it's funny how as generations pass, the the actors and actresses that were big to them, um, and sometimes their parents, like. Uh, I saw a survey the other day that a friend of mine put up on online about uh, detective series, mm-hmm. and they said, "Which is your favorite detective from the 1980s?" And somebody, had, you know, they put down a, a number of them, and most of the people said, "I've never heard of half of these people." And it was James oh, really? Garner, and yeah, uh, I like James Garner. Yeah, James Garner was great, but James Garner, you know, was kind of around for uh, Space Cowboys, and he did a few things. He hasn't been gone that long. No. Hold on. <laughs> 